Welcome to Etc. I'm Anne. And I'm Casey. Hi, and welcome to a special edition of Etc. This is our National Coming Out Day edition. Hi, Casey. Hey, Anne. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Happy Good. National Coming Out Day. I know. Are you ready to come out of the closet? I'm prepared. <laughs> We've been out of the closet for a while. Yeah, that's probably, true. We have. Probably not as long as I think. I mean, long enough. But um, so, yeah, so October 11th is National Coming Out Day. And we thought we would do a special episode where we discuss our coming out stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go first? No. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how I, I mean, I know I came out in an email to my parents and I don't remember exactly, I was in my 20s and Mm -hmm. I know the reason I came out is because I was going through like this horrible breakup with, you know, the one and, um, you know, forever I had just introduced all of my, well, not all my, because I didn't have a ton of girlfriends at that time. Um, but I always introduced my girlfriends as like my friends, and I just would take them everywhere with me, and you know, roommates, whatever. So I had yeah. this roommate that I had had for I don't know, like three years or something, um, and she also had a child who I just you know started parenting as my own, and you know that. Didn't I forgot about that. Give it yeah. away at all, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, there were just so many days where it's like they have to just know. Like, why do I need to tell them? They have to just know, right? Mm-hmm. You would just think. But I don't. I don't know that they did. They didn't say, "Oh, we knew," which I kind of had hoped they would just say. Um, but really, what it had boiled down to was that we were. We were basically breaking up. We were we were still living in the same house, but shit had hit the fan, and we were totally breaking up. So I was devastated, and I wanted to talk to my mom about it, but I couldn't talk to my mom about it because mm-hmm. why would why would my roommate moving out be such a devastating blow yeah. if she's just my roommate? So yeah. it was like, oh my god, I have to come out to my mom because. I need her to support me on this, but it's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I wish I had the email. I'd have to probably go back to AOL somehow um, back in time. And I still I, have the password for your AOL. You have mine? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I have mine. I found it. But Aww. I don't know how far back it'll, like, I don't know if I saved all of them. Mm. Like, I think I cleared out my inbox a lot. Um, but... So yeah, so I came out to them in some big long email and Aww. I got, I can't remember if I got, I think I got a letter back because basically. A letter letter, like in the mail letter? Yeah, and my mom had just said, um, I think it was like with something else they had sent me. Like it was just mm-hmm. like a like a PS kind of situation <laughs> or I think she might. No, she did email me back. But then, so she just said, um, you know, there's nothing that could change the way I feel about you. You're you're still my daughter. I love you. You know, no more, no less. Um, And then my dad had sent me something, like, after the fact. 
And he basically just responded on a yellow post-it note. <laughs> and it said, um, I love you no matter what. You're still my daughter. Love, oh, Dad. Oh, how sweet. And that was it. That but, was it. I mean, I think my coming out wasn't as momentous as my, like, my getting there, my mm-hmm. just discovering who I was situation. I think that was more of a, um, process. a process than the actual coming out situation. Yeah. yeah. And, and do you feel disappointed that your parents didn't know that partner as your partner looking back on it? Or do you know what I mean? Like they never knew her as your girlfriend they just assumed she was your yeah I, I guess I never even really thought about that but there's like there's something that my mom said that to this day haunts me so much and it and I was so mad at her at the time and I don't think I I ever said anything to her about it but my girlfriend and I had gone to like this formal ob- event for her for her work company mm. and you know, getting for me, getting dressed up formally is always just it's mm-hmm. a nightmare because I never feel comfortable in anything. Um, I don't feel like anything is truly me when I wear it. It's just like I'm putting on sheep's clothing or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was all done up and we had they had like professional photographers there it was like it was almost like a prom so you stood in front of this backdrop and you got your photo taken and (sighs) so we had this photo on the mantle of our apartment and my mom was like oh I hate that picture (gasps) you you guys look like a bunch of I think she said old dykes or old ladies or something oh my god really yeah and she was like oh I just I don't like that picture at all but you even had it up before you, you were out. Yeah. Like, it was on your mantle yeah, before yeah. you were out. I mean, I don't feel like, like, I never really just, I don't feel like I ever hit it. I just never said the words. You know, wow. it's like, I'm living with this person. I take this person. We go everywhere together. We spend holidays together. We sleep I'm in either, the same bed. Yeah, I'm either with. She spoons me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like, I mean, they came to my apartments and I don't. I guess they never. It was well, never an. It was never a conversation. Look? I don't even right. remember that. Yeah. Where you or I, as a parent, would be like, "So, um, so where does your friend <laughs> sleep? Sorry, <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> Who's there? I don't know. I mean, I had a guest room, so maybe I said she slept in there. I, I don't oh, remember yeah. that part at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't know that they ever even asked, hmm. like because they probably just didn't want to know. They just loved you so much it didn't even matter. Yeah, I don't think that was the case, but <laughs> yeah, I I um oh my god. I probably I don't know, like with mine it was um so bad. <laughs> it wasn't so bad, but so I met my first girlfriend on a DOS chat room. When oh, I, would, I know I would go to the computer lab in college and I use air quotes college <laughs> and um, would go into these chat rooms and I met this girl and it was a complicated situation which I won't go into because I don't need my parents to be listening to this and second guess everything first of all do your parents listen me. to the podcast I mean what if they did 
They don't need to know. My sisters don't need to know. Nobody needs to know. It was just complicated. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> no, you probably know. Um, but anyway, so she and I started seeing each other, and then my mom found out, and she confronted me one time when I was at home, and um, she got really, really mad. Like, really mad. Like, don't tell anybody you're going to embarrass your whole family, how disgraceful, you know, really. But how did she find out? Um, I think I talked about her a lot, and then she kind of questioned it to me. Like, is she somebody that's more than your friend? And I didn't deny it. And um, so it was bad. It was really emotional. She got very mad, very angry, and I took off, and it was in the middle of winter. And, and how old were you? I was in college, so I was pro- and let's see, I was probably about 22, 21 or 22. Okay. And this is the one I know. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, I don't know. So keep listening. Okay. <laughs> so um, I took off and it was the middle of winter and I was just running and I, I like ran around I don't know where I ran you just ran out in the snow in the snow and I got and I found a little spot next to the house that didn't have snow it was like drifted you know yeah so I sat there and my dad found me there and he's like you know my dad is just like this awesome guy who's just wants to you know does never wants to see his kids sad so He's like, no, come in, let's talk about it, let's da-da, and all this stuff. And it was just really, really horrible. But I told them everything, what was going on between this woman and I. And um, she had kids, and yada, yada, yada. And um, so we were together for like two years. But in that time... My mom blamed my friends at the time that oh, they're hanging out with the wrong crowd. Yep, hey, yep. And so They'll make you Marie, gay every time. <laughs> Maurice actually wrote a letter to my mom and telling her that you know how that I'm a good person and it shouldn't matter and all that stuff. My mom was not pleased with that, and I had another really positive support in this. I was working at a retail shop. Well, it was like a head shop. Um, in college, and the manager there was super supportive of me and um, talked me through the whole process too. It was just like unbelievable where these these supports came from. So I was really lucky. And then it turns out that you know my mom and dad are now like the most supportive people, and they're wonderful. and And I had no desire to ever want to change their mind as to how they were feeling when they were feeling it. I thought it was just going to be how it was, and at least they know my truth, and that was that. Um, But now they couldn't be more supportive of me and my family and and everything, so I'm really lucky. And, you know, every time people talk about coming out stories, I think of those the youth now and how young people are coming out and are so brave and realizing who they are and and just like just the the bravery i'm just astonished by it all the time and knowing that you know 
they're feeling a certain way and this might be how they they feel and and maybe they're attracted to the same sex and and, and talking about it and talking to their parents about it and you know it's just a whole new whole new world from when we came out and then god i can't even imagine pre pre our era well i just like if i look back on it my whole like awakening to who to who i was um was just like this huge part of my life and i had i known sooner like had i think what it really boiled down to was if i look back now the signs were always there mm-hmm. um you know my relationships with my school friends the girls were always more important to me than the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I can honestly say I never really like fancied any of them, any of my school friends. Mm-hmm. But I just know that like they were more important to me mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. any guy. It was like I would have chose my girlfriends over a guy any day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like in college, I feel like I went through like this whole opposite phase where it was just like guys 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 because it was like what you were supposed to do and just trying to like prove any of my inner doubts wrong Mm -hmm. um and then it took me meeting like actual lesbian couple for the first time through one of my places that I worked at before I really kind of made the connection Mm -hmm. um and then I started spending time with them and I told them that you know I I think I might be interested in women and they were older and they were like heck yeah I'll take you out to the bars and all this <laughs> stuff um, and just I think back like to that experience that yeah it was really scary to tell my parents but like that whole awakening part was just so exciting and um, mm. so scary and I think it was harder for me to tell my close friends at the time mm. than it was to tell my parents mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because I had I had already moved away from home and I didn't see my parents very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you still want them to always be there, it's like you know you're. I had to keep so much from my friends that it really put a strain on a lot of my friendships because I was living like this double life for a, yeah. like a, quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went from, you know, telling my friend if I wasn't doing something with my friend, I was, you know, doing something somewhere else. They'd be like, well, what'd you do last night? Or what'd you do last weekend? And I was just really tight lipped about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like put a big strain on my relationship. So when I finally came out to them, um, I think that was harder because they were kind of upset that I didn't trust them enough. Yeah. Um, you know, to to trust them with that information, but it was that whole situation where like, you know, I'm still coming to terms with this. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to try to change my mind or make me feel any worse than or conflicted than I already do. Or feel uncomfortable or whatever. Right. And I think, too, it's like, you know, all my friends, the majority of them were women. And I was like, I don't want them to all think that, like, I'm hot for them all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's that whole, 
I had that whole mindset of like they're gonna think that I'm totally gonna come on to them now, or mm-hmm. like it's gonna make things weird, and I just didn't want things to be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I felt with um, my best friend. I was like, I hid it from her for so long, for so long. I avoided all questions. I, it was just so stupid. And then, um, you know, she's I. We don't give those people enough credit. I don't think you know, or right. I didn't at the time. I didn't give them enough credit to think like okay they're gonna make up their own mind and they're gonna be fine and you know it'll be fine and if it's a friendship that is supposed to be it'll be even through me telling them right or giving or giving yourself enough credit that you've chosen friends that are worthy adversaries you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and I've I've heard before on like other coming out stories or other articles that I've I've looked at and they make a really good analogy where you know, you've had all of this time to process your feelings and who you are and, you know, your evolution to becoming who you are. And then when we tell someone else, they kind of have to go through their own, like, they're not, they're hearing this for the first time. Yeah. So it's like they, you still have to allow them that period of time to adjust and like soak in what just happened mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. where you know you're coming to terms with your self identity the person they knew this whole time is now a little bit different mm-hmm. you know so it's it's only going to take it's going to take them some time too yeah a lot of my coming out too was so bar related like <laughs> which i like think pubs? that the yeah, like bars, like clubs and, you know. Well, where else were you going to go? Right. And I think about the youth now and it's like, that. oh man, the gay bars are disappearing, yeah. you know, so rapidly and they're not going to ever have that experience of like sneaking to the gay bar and being with your partner or girlfriend or meeting people, you know, on the and just having that whole it was just such a crazy experience. Right. But you know? too, it's like because now it's just any bar. You know what I mean? It's like right. you don't yeah. you don't need a gay bar because mm-hmm. it's more inclusive now. So Right. Which is good. It's, which is that's good. It was fun thing. to have like your scene, your It sure was. But it was also scary too. Mm-hmm. Remember it that was. time we were leaving that bar and I don't even think we were kissing. I think we were just standing next to each other holding hands and a car drove by and screamed out dykes to us. No. Yeah, it was in, it was that first bar we went to. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, just, I remember that sense of, like, knowing that that was a place you were going to, but also knowing that society knew that that's what that bar was, too. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, there's still that, that edge to it and that. You know, you Mm -hmm. just never knew what other people were going to be like, what Mm -hmm. their intentions were. Yeah. I don't know. But but in any case, in any case, I just I think about the kids that are coming out now and adults that are coming out now and coming to terms with who they are and going through all different kinds of changes, even even with sexual fluidity and um, just being open and being who they are and. I think that's all about coming out. It doesn't have to be gay or lesbian. It could be all shades. Right. So that's awesome. I mean, it just, 
I mean, that's a whole other conversation that I'd love to have someday because I'm still learning. I mean, with mm-hmm. gender fluidity and and um, you know different terms and mm-hmm. um, I just it's there's so much to think about. There are days when I'm even like, am I just a straight up lesbian? I don't even know. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> it's it's puzzling, but it's so nice to hear that. That yeah, people are figuring out who they are sooner, and not that they're figuring it out sooner, but that they're they're feeling more comfortable that they mm-hmm. can be who they who they are, even um, in these scary, scary times. I mean, if you would have told me back when I was going to the the gay bars that I'd be married and have two kids, I <laughs> I never even thought that was like on the horizon. Mm-mm, right. I just thought I'd be like closeted lesbian somewhere um but so yeah it does get better and um happy national coming out day and here's to being proud of who you are no matter who you are and finding um people to surround yourself with who allow you to feel comfortable in your own skin um i agree all right. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at etcpodcast at gmail.com. And 